Hey beauty business babe, my name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. This is your girl, Kelly Callahan, and I have a very special guest today. Her name is Dina Yusen. I'm sure some of you guys are that are in the sunless tanning industry have heard of her before. She owns Florida Girl Tanning Company, and she's also the host of the podcast Mama Knows Beauty Business. Have you guys heard of her? She's amazing. I was just on her podcast, and we just vibe so well. I wanted to bring her on this podcast so she can share all of her advice as being an entrepreneur and a mama of six. (laughs) I'm like, I can't even handle one. This woman is doing it all. And she has six children. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to learn from her. So I wanted to bring her on and have her introduce herself and just tell us about her story and maybe give us some tips on how we can balance mamahood and entrepreneurship hood. (laughs) They're all a hood, right? They're all a hood. Hey, Callie. I, have, I mean, I'm so glad to be here, Kelly. It is such an honor. I enjoy chatting with you so much. This is just perfect for both of us. Um, let me back up. My name is Dina. I do um, lots of lots of things. Wear lots of hats. Um, I am the host of the Mama Knows Beauty Business podcast, sharing stories with moms, the real and the raw, I like to call it because we need to talk about it all. I also own a salon and do all the things, spray tanning, all aesthetics, things of that sort, as well as a mom to four plus two bonus children. And they're my world. I actually now have a, my first grandchild and super excited. Of course, I don't feel old enough, but you know, age is just a number. And to me, that doesn't even matter. So yeah, my journey looks a little different than your journey through, you know, having a business, being an entrepreneur and having children. You and I did it pretty much opposite. You started a business and then had a child. I had a lot of children and then started a business. And for me, it's really just worked well. I'm at a place at the moment where I actually have three of my children involved with my business at some capacity. Mm-hmm. So that is such a such a joy really to be able to work alongside them um, mm-hmm. occasionally. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's not every day, that's for sure. Some days they're there without me and some days we work together, but I I really have found that that is such a rewarding special thing because there's not many people that can say that. And so I just feel very honored that I get to have that. Yeah. Base with them in a business and teach them and learn from them and have them share their great things with our clients. So yeah, it's really cool. Cause I would think that you guys have completely different perspectives just based on the age difference and the way that you grew up is much different than, you know, our kids are growing up. So let's back up a little bit. How old are your kids? So my kids, yeah, they're kind of stair step. We have 19, 20, 21, 22, 
2627. So yeah, and then in every Starting towards the end of the year, they'll kind of overlap. We'll have 20, 21, 21, 22, 27, 28. So How do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And you know, honestly, it's we have birthdays. We have two in August, and then we have November, December, January, February, and March. Oh my! Right now it's- we're like in you know no birthday season, but we love to celebrate. We love to ce- yeah. I love to celebrate, however big or small it may look. And so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, my kids will tell you, especially my older girls. Like I knew the first time I had my daughter, my first baby, I was meant to be a mom. Oh, um, I love that. Labor was not easy. I mean, it's not for a lot of people, especially for that first child. However. I remember looking at my now ex-husband saying, I'm never doing this again. We're adopting. Mm-hmm. Eight months later, I was pregnant. Completely different birth. And But I knew after I transitioned that first six weeks with the new, the first baby, I was meant to be a mom. So it was easy for me to have. And I was very blessed with really great pregnancies. I mean, I had some tumultuous, you know, going on, different things. However, I have often said I would have had 10 kids. Mm-hmm. however I knew that was not it's not really justifiable in this society is it's really it, kids are expensive life is expensive, Very expensive. yes so, but my oldest would tell you if you would have had 10 kids mom um they were like <laughs> yeah no so I say that only because I did enjoy being pregnant I love being a mother that was just such a rewarding thing that you know I, I knew in my heart that's what I was meant to do I was meant to be a mom um so yeah, and then to be able to remarry and have two more children come into the family, it's great. And they all really get along so well. That's so good. So you started your entrepreneurial journey after kid number? After the last one, after four. Yes. Okay. So you finally were like, okay, I need to do something for myself. Like, what did that look like? Can you speak into that a little bit more? Yeah. So Honestly, I was very blessed to be able to be a stay-at-home mom for a lot of years. I went back to school and I actually have a background in the medical industry. I did radiology for a while and I ended up becoming a mammo tech. So again, being very comfortable with women's body, working with women, empowering women, supporting them. Um, So I did that and then had some life transitions happen and found myself not wanting to work 24 hour shifts or 12 hour shifts or long shifts, whatever that looked like hospital medical setting. Mm-hmm. And I, I found myself in a place where I needed to do something different. Um, I knew I enjoyed working with women in whatever capacity teaching, whatever that looked like. I've done a few different things and decided, you know what? My girls were at that point, like middle school to high school age needing spray tan. Mm. Of course, mom needed a spray tan too. And I was a fine art painter as a hobby. So I thought, wow, I can do this. You know, a story that you probably hear a lot in the spray painting industry. Like we just get a gun or we get a machine and we try it and we fall in love. And that is how I actually began. And um, similar to you, I started that and said, oh gosh, I really love this. What can I do? What else can I do? Mm. Um, So I went and got my aesthetic license and then continued on. And then just, you know, one thing parlays into another and evolves into something else. And here we are. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I didn't know your story. So I love hearing all of this about you because it does seem very similar to my story. So what inspired you to get your aesthetics license? So along with spray tanning, I knew for myself and the area I was at, I wanted to evolve and do more. Um, How could I serve my clients even better? 
Mm-hmm. I love waxing brows to Brazilian, whatever that may be. And I thought, wow, this is something else that not really in my area. And again, liking working with women, moms, whatever. So that was what I gravitated to the aesthetics industry for. I worked at a part-time in a salon doing spray tanning for a woman. She was actually the woman who waxed me mm-hmm. and I, I admired her immensely. And our roles kind of got to be reversed because as I worked for her, she became pregnant. So I got to sit with her and, you know, talk her through. Um, She had three children and sold her business. So again, like I said, it just kind of a a story that kind of flip-flopped that I just evolved into that. And so that turned into predominantly waxing and spray tanning for me. I love that. Yeah. A lot of people, especially in the beauty business, babes, Facebook group, you know, they asked, they're like, is it worth it getting my aesthetics license? And I think it depends on the person, right? Like, if for me, it was like me being an educator in the sunless industry, I wanted to know everything there was to know about skin. And that was really my motivation to get my aesthetics license for you. That looked different, but now you can do these array of services and you don't have to, you're not really confined to one thing, you know, spray tanning. So now you have a brick and mortar. Is that correct? Yes. And you offer all kinds of different services. Can you talk a little bit about your journey um, as you were starting your own business, what that looked like and how you were able to kind of get to where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. I want to go back to something you said before I touch on that. You mentioned about why and in aesthetics. I'm that person too that likes to do a lot of things. I also like to know the depth of everything that I do. So I love school. I love learning and I love to be able to share that. So again, learning that and bringing that to the business. Yes. Did I learn everything in aesthetic school? Yes. Did I do it all? Yes. Do I need to? No. Do I do it now? No. (laughs) So, but I was also that person that I like to know that I can teach somebody else how to do it, you know, and evolve. So currently as I started my I was a one woman show in one room, which evolved into two rooms, which grew out of that, which then I did a build out on a whole salon. Mm -hmm. I now have six women who work for me, three being moms, three that are not. And that just is so rewarding to me to be able to employ women who are moms that can pick their schedules and, you know, take care of their children or have somebody take care of whatever that looks like. So as I grew my business, just with spray tanning and waxing, and then each step gaining clients. Um, what that looked like was a lot of trust for a lot of people trusting me with their bodies. So meaning, you know, giving them a spray tan, a good spray tan with quality ingredients and the same thing with waxing, sourcing the best ingredient, but giving them a good service, making them feel good the best that I can, whether it's brow, lips, Brazilian, underarms, whatever that is, it's not always a very comfortable same with spray tanning. It's not always something very comfortable. A lot of women are intimidated to not have the confidence. So in my world, I'm extremely comfortable working with women and making them feel better necessarily about themselves, but just in the circumstance that they may be in. So I think that helped me grow my business immensely. And then I was able to teach the women who work for me. Obviously, I can teach them how to do something, but I can't teach their personality. So Yeah. So for me, that was something I looked for was personality first, because being able to work with a woman one-on-one is so vastly important to just have that skill. The skill of doing whatever the art is they may be doing with somebody is the easy part, in my opinion. Yeah. 
I was telling you earlier, you have like just this nurturing vibe about you. It's like, you feel safe, you know? And I think that's really important because like you said, people are just vulnerable. They're naked, they're butt ass naked in front of you. And you're like a complete stranger. So I think that piece is so important because I've been to um, spray tanning artists or even waxers that really don't have that same vibe. They kind of are a little bit more closed off or don't have conversation with you. They're just kind of like wham, bam, like that's it. And I always say like, you can give a mediocre service, but if your client loves you, they're going to stay loyal to you, your personality and the way that you make them feel because everything that we do is about emotion. And I don't know that a lot of people realize how important that piece is. So I'm so glad that you're focused on that. Yeah. I think the energy we bring into a room is so important. However, I've also taught all the girls that work for me that the energy they bring is so important, but to be so mindful of that person whose energy is in that room as you come in, like it's our job to bring it all in and it's a safe place, like you said, but like I teach them, you're in control of that room. So you're in control of the space, what happens, what said that energy. And so you can make somebody feel loved and appreciated just by your presence, if you know what you're doing. So energy to me is so important. And that aspect is that they feel comfortable. And thank you for, you know, complimenting me on that. I've had lots of people tell me that that's very important to me. And I, it comes easy because I want you to feel safe and comfortable. I mean, that's kind of my job is to make you feel that way. Um, yeah. So it's a special, special service to be in a room with somebody that's truly trusting you with their body and whatever capacity that might be. Because you have such a focus on women and moms in particular, just in your life, it seems like, right? Like the people that you hire, your podcast, the way that we're conversating right now, do you feel like you naturally attract mothers into your business as well? We do have a lot of moms. Yes. However, I will say being a mother, just like you and all the moms that I get to interview, we have a certain knack to make anybody for the most part feel comfortable because we were once that teenage girl. We were once that, you know, 20 something. We were once that new mom, pregnant mom, whatever it is. And we are now a mother. So we can encapsulate a lot of things. And so I feel like for myself, tanning some of my kids' friends growing up, like, oh, it's your mom. It's so, you know, she's so easy to get along with, easy to talk to. I was once her, like I was once them. So, and the same thing, I get a lot of moms who come in after they brought their daughters in for an event or prom or a pageant or what have you. And they're like, oh, I should do this. And then become, you know, acquaintances with their moms in the same sense of brides. Brides typically bring their moms everywhere they go, you know? So in that essence, yes. I probably have a good 50, 50, 60, 40 on moms and then women who are or girls who are not yet mothers. I love that. So something that comes up for me, as you're saying that, like, I never really even thought about this, but, um, you know, we work with all kinds of women, all kinds of you know, young women, like 14 years old, 16, 18, all the way up to, I think 72 was the oldest person I ever spray tan. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause like, when I think about myself in those ages that I've lived, it's like, 
every season is a different obstacle in terms of like my own self-confidence and finding my own self-love through those stages. Like when I was a teenager, I was, I feel like I've always been fairly confident, but you hit these milestones of like, okay, teenage years, it's just awkward. Right. And then you go into, um, you know, young adulthood and you're kind of just like lost and you just don't know what direction you're going to go in. And then you have a baby and then you have this whole new body that you're dealing with. And it's interesting because as you were saying that, like you were them, like I was them and I understand those pain points and how I felt. So I think anybody that's listening, like one thing I would say um, is to always identify with that person and just go back into remembering who you were at that point and give yourself or give them what you needed at that age. Right. Is that something you feel like you focus on? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I had a young girl come in the other day and she was very apprehensive. Um, She thought she was going to get sprayed by one of the the younger girls, obviously not one of us moms, there's um, three other moms and myself included. She turned out to be a friend of my son. Mm. So she, she got done and she immediately texted the friend that brought her, you know, told her to come in and then somehow reached out to me and said, I loved your mom. I wasn't uncomfortable at all. You know, because in the, the goal for anybody who's a spray tan artist is to literally get through the service and make them super, you know, look them, make them look great. Sorry. Um, So whatever that looks like. And so some days it's super easy because somebody you can be talking to is like your best friend or your long lost friend, you know, to go back to that 19 or 20 year old you where you may be in college or you're unsure of your life path or you've put on weight, you've lost weight, whatever that is. And, you know, as a spray tan artist, we do not care what the person in front of us looks like. So that was just, it's so sweet when things like that happen, even when it gets passed down. Oh, my friend told me you spray tan, you know, this body shape or, Oh, my friend said you made her feel so comfortable, no matter her postpartum belly or whatever it looks like. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what giving is about and, you know, just serving them however they are in that moment at whatever age. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it looks like. That truly is like the best gift. I think that even aside from being an entrepreneur or spray tanning artist, that's like the best gift that you can give anybody, even as just a human being, you know, that love, that support, that confidence. So that's amazing. Hey, beauty business, babe. We at X-Tan Sunless are expanding our reach. We are looking for dedicated, motivated, high vibe individuals who are looking to start or grow their mobile or in-salon sunless businesses. If you are interested in applying to work with our brand, head on over to xtansunless.com. Click on Spray Tan Biz so you can get more information and fill out a form so we can schedule a discovery call and see if you're a right fit for our program. I can't wait to see you guys there. So let's go back to you having this huge family and you being an entrepreneur. I know that there are a lot of women that are listening right now who are about to be moms, who are thinking about being moms, who are new moms, who have kids that might be struggling with that work life family balance. So, um, what are some of your best tips to achieve that balance? Yeah. Thanks for asking. That's really a great question. And that's something that puzzles a lot of women. I do hear that. I, for one, 
like to sit in my place or sit in your space, your headspace, and figure out where you're at and what do you want to give? What do you want this to look like for you? So almost kind of like that reverse engineering. Obviously with children, it's very tumultuous. Everything is always changing, no matter the age, excuse me, the age of your child or children for that case. So getting really um, focused on what you may want, it, no matter how big the picture looks, you know, I like to sit down and write like all kinds of things, whatever that circle may look like or encapsulate whatever that is in there. Um, calendars, calendar, calendar, calendar. I live by my calendar. Um, I have everything that comes all the way back to one, meaning if I have something on one calendar, I always have it on my personal calendar as well. So like my work calendar is very separate. However, I try to be very um, organized and structured in that way that everything has a place. Your children's stuff, always on a calendar, everything. It just makes life so much more organized to put everything in one spot. You only get to be in this season a, a young mom like you are, whatever age your children, we only get it once. So I have learned through the years as sacrificing certain little things, but my children come first. So in that essence, it's so hard to hear when you're starting a business. There's times and ways to grow your business, whatever that looks like. But honestly, you, you only get that child in that age once. So if you have to reschedule a client because your child has dance or soccer, dance or soccer should really take precedence because I promise you, your client is going to choose dance or soccer over whatever service they're coming to you for give or take, whatever, you know. Um, so again, calendar and structure, that would be one of the first things, um, as well as getting a really good mindset on what you're looking for. And to sit and really be honest with yourself, is this functional? Is this going to be healthy for me as a mom to be pulled in this other direction? Is it going to be healthy for my child to watch mom evolve? Am I going to be too busy? Am I not going to be able to give that child the love, the strength, the structure? And again, just like you and I both know, it depends on the help we have too. Mm -hmm. There are single moms listening who are thinking, this all sounds great, Dina and Kelly. However, I have nobody. So that's when I, that's when I come back to just telling yourself to be really real with what, what expectations you have for yourself and how can you follow through with that having a child? So that those are really the biggest things is, is structure, getting real with yourself. And is it fair to you and yourself and your child to take on this piece? And if you can check all the boxes, go for it. Again, mm -hmm. as much as you only get this child in this one age, you only get this one chance in this moment. Mm -hmm. I have found that certain things that I wanted to go and do didn't work in that moment. Did that mean I gave up on it right then? No, because if it's meant to be, I truly believe it will come when it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. So things are presented to us, not often for it to happen in that time, in that space, in that day or that month or that year, but they're given to us to potentially come in five years, you know, for your two-year-old, what's going to look very different when they're in kindergarten. You're going to have a lot more time. So you can pre-plan, you can pre-visualize um, what that may look like. So yeah, I just, I mean, I can't say enough about that because yeah, uh, I would be fooling you to tell you that I didn't do things wrong and miss out on a few things for my kids. Were we going to dance and gymnastics and softball and baseball all in one day? Yeah. Was it crazy? Yes. <laughs> Did I make it work? Yes. The same thing with being in a business and 
juggling your clients who are so super special that we gain a relationship with. However, the relationship with your child, yes, they need to see moms working and they need to see how you juggle things, but they have to also know that they're, they're your priority Mm -hmm. really are. I mean, your business is your baby too, but you can't do, you can't do one without the other. Like you still have, you know what I mean? You can't give up one without giving up something from the other. Yeah. I definitely think that, um, the thought of being a mother and an entrepreneur overwhelms a lot of people. And, and I will say that before I had my child, I didn't really understand how people did it. I was like, I remember asking Sheila Bella one time I was um, interviewing her for a podcast and she had two kids at the time. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you seriously do everything? Like you have two kids, you have a multi seven figure business, like, and you're always constantly showing up online, doing all the things. Like I've never seen anybody work harder than Sheila Bella. And, um, so for me, I was just like, there's no way in hell I would be able to do that. But once you decide to have a baby, you make it work. Like you have to figure it out. And I think sometimes for me too, like when my back is pushed against the wall, I have to get creative. Sometimes I have to ask for help, but there's always a way to figure it out and make things work. Because I will tell you like my business now post baby is more successful than it ever has been. And it feels better to be in my business at this moment because I have more intention with what I'm doing and I feel like I'm connected more with other people because it brings this whole other layer of like, I want to say like connection, compassion, love for other people when you have a baby. At least that was my experience. Yes, absolutely. You said it all. That's exactly right. And I think the world needs more of that, like, you know, in any capacity, but what you're saying, you have more purpose. Mm-hmm. Not that we didn't have purpose before as a single woman. That That's not what I'm saying at all. And, um, but you, yeah, you have a, and you also have a different confidence about yourself. Like you just carried a child for nine months. You just gave birth. You just went through, you know, postpartum, some depression. You went through COVID. Like there's so many things. Like you have to give yourself grace for that. However, you get to that point where you're like, I can do this. Yeah. I, can do this. I did all these feedings or I did, you know, wait till you have to take him to soccer practice. Like I said, or you're going here to karate and you're juggling that like, it's, it's not easy, but it's so rewarding. It's self-rewarding when we can look back and see the things we've overcome. And just like what you just said, we're moms, we make it work. Like yeah. if you look back, like I've had many people ask me, Dina, how'd you do that? Well, at one time I had four car seats in the car, four. <laughs> I, even my kids have been like, mom, you know, I don't, I don't know how I did it. I just did it. Yeah. You just did it. You, I mean, yeah, it's place, yeah. right? Like, the same thing with your business. How did you see, how'd you do, Hey, how did you do 33 spray cans that day? I, I don't know. I hurt today, but I did it, you know? And in the moment you're like, yeah, this is great. It's so much fun. Everything's great. Cause it is same thing with kids. You're tired. They go to sleep. Sometimes you get a bunch of crap done when they're sleeping. And other times you're like, no, man, I am going to sleep and I am going to enjoy my rest. So I personally love moms. I think we're the superheroes that don't get, you know, the unsung heroes. I lost my mom a little over a year ago and that, I don't want to cry, but that was one of the most challenging things ever. Hmm. But having that 
strength. She was a young mom and giving me that and having such a strong relationship with my children and being so, she was very, um, very strong in women's health. So that's where I get my women's health background from too. So just having that such a solid figure is so great. And, and so like when I get the joy to interview people just like you on my podcast for people who have a strange race relationship with their moms, oh, it hurts my heart. Yeah. However, however, it's a blessing that there's another strong woman that comes in to take that place of that person. Mm-hmm. Now I'm even realizing it oftentimes until they can look back and say, wow. So I, I do have a special place for moms. I mean, I just think it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing that we, our bodies are, you know, just absolutely amazing. And to be able to just have the honor of being a mom is just so rewarding. Is it hard? Yes. Yes. So hard. But again, for those women listening who have a business and they're like, oh gosh, my business is my baby. I don't know. Kind of like you and I talked about, I don't know if I could ever have a child because then it's like going from one child to two, like you're just going to evolve with your business as a baby and your child as a baby. Like it's going to look very different. Like you're saying you're prospering in different ways because it brings another layer of you to the table and you're able to give from a different place. You know, you're not from an empty cup, but you're giving from a different place now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. I mean, I loved all of what you just said right now. Like, and that's, That's so the perspective and the feeling and the experience that I have, it's like, yes, I'm just such a different person that things don't seem to bother me (laughs) that much anymore. Like, is my baby safe? Is he good? Like, okay, cool. So like now let's focus on what really matters in the business. And I think one of the biggest shifts was like I mentioned earlier, just thinking about human beings, like these people that invest in my business, like they're not just a number, they're a beating heart. They're a soul, they're a mind, they're a mom. They're not a mom. They're women who want to achieve something in their lives. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, like we Mm -hmm. get to help them do that. So I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Like I really, really love everything that you're all about. And I want to thank you from all the moms that really need to hear your story and uh, to hear your podcast really for the support and love and encouragement that you pour into your community. Well, thanks Kelly. It's been, it's been wonderful to be here. I love, I love being able to help people and show them that it's possible Show them that it's possible with and without help for that single mom listening with a young child or a three-year-old wanting more for herself that she can do it. It just takes a certain way, a certain way of thinking. Um, And for the mom who has multiple children and doesn't want to be a stay-at-home mom or think there's something. So, you know, I love sharing with that. And then for those who are just seasoned and need another mom to be, you know, bounce off of, I'm still that person too. And I love love to be able to share all that with you and all your listeners. So yeah, thanks for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Of course. So if people want to stalk you, where can they find you? Yeah. So the best place really is um, on Instagram at mama knows beauty biz podcast. DM me is really the best way. I Um, I'll be honest, you know, again, mom and business. So uh, my response may not be immediate, but I'd love to talk if anybody has any questions or suggestions or whatever it may look like. I'm, I'm here to help support and guide 
show you that it's possible. Perfect. So we're going to put all of um, Dina's information in the show notes. We're going to include her podcast, Mama Knows Beauty Business Podcast, and also your salon, just in case people want to check it out as well. I want to thank you again so much for being here. You've been so valuable and so amazing to chat with. Um, And I will see you guys on the next episode of the Beauty Business Babes Podcast. Hey, beauty business babe. If you are loving this content, you're loving these episodes, I would love for you to write a review. And better yet, instead of just leaving a review and rating the program, screenshot it and share it over on Instagram stories and make sure to tag at I am underscore Kelly Ann. I cannot wait to glow and grow with you in 2022 and beyond. 